Welcome to another episode of Breakthrough, a Dale Carnegie podcast. And I'm here with my co-host, of course, Faith Wright and Neville Delusia. And the two of us are just delighted that our next guest, Adrian, has, has joined us. And Adrian has a heart for the youth. She's a, the International Education Program Coordinator. And, and you have your master's in international and global studies. But there's something in common that I picked up between you and I is that you were with AFS for a little while, Adrian, and uh, I was a Rotary Exchange student. So, I, I, And I got to tell you that when I was there, it was a defining year for me in, in the early 90s. And I'm just curious to know from you, um, we'd love to know, where did your, does it, your love or your passion for being a, a global citizen come from? Where, where did that all stem from and, and start? Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the show. It's really fun and excellent to be here, and I'm so glad um, to share share thank with you. such a great audience. Um, so thank you both for inviting me. Um, so for me, honestly, this dates back to my elementary school days. I grew up um, with a lot of different cultures in the school that I went to, and so um, I had friends from Vietnam, from Thailand, from Puerto Rico, um, and so I spent a lot of time visiting them and hanging out with them and going to their houses, and um, my family was big on, you know, celebrate and appreciate everybody's differences and um, what they have to offer and their, and what you can learn from them, um, and so I, I just loved, I loved going to their houses and seeing the different types of foods that they ate, which were different, very different from my house, hearing the language that they spoke, um, seeing the interactions between their family members and just kind of comparing that um, to what I was used to. And so um, that developed a, a desire, first of all, to learn languages because I wanted to be able to understand yeah. the communication that was going on between my friends and their families. And it was just interesting to have my friends translate for me. And I was like, I really want to be a part of this. Like, I want to be able to understand and be involved. Um, and so I started studying languages as soon as I could um, oh, wow. throughout middle school and high school. Um, that's what I went to college for. And I thought, well, what can I do with languages? How can I celebrate culture? And so I, I wanted to become a teacher. Um, so that's what I studied education in Spanish um, in college. And then um, as I was, as I was getting into the professional field and working on that, I was like, ah, I love this, but it feels like, um, you know, language, you get to touch on the culture, but you don't really get to bring students <laughs> into it's really hard to, yeah, <laughs> to bring students together and to kind of get them out of their own little, you know, your own little cultural bubble. Um, and so I was trying to find ways for students to do exchange. Um, that's how I got involved with AFS. We had a student from Germany come to our school and I was connecting them with our community. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I was like, this is what we need. We need community. Oh, that's so awesome. And Adrian, you said you grew up in a home that really, I guess, wanted to understand or celebrate the diversity of the different cultures of others. And if you think about the role that you're playing now, as you're working with these international students at, at Schema within, you know, within NC State, um, what are the things that you're seeing that makes these international students successful? How do they show up that makes them successful in this, I guess, strange and wonderfully new environment? And yeah. What, what have you observed? <laughs> I think that's a great question. So um, the the schema students, as you mentioned, um, who come to, so they come and stay at NC State for a semester or a year um, as part of their studies uh, through their school. And so our office, the Global Training Initiative, our, our goal is to help them integrate into American culture um, and, and build that community. So I would say that's the biggest thing is finding ways to get connected to the local culture, to be able to have those discussions around 
Um, you know, how is it different from your culture? Why are there different perspectives? Is there a historical perspective to that? Um, you know, what else goes into it? And, and how can we kind of find the balance of, of understanding one another and, and why we do the things that we do? Um, so, so, so if you think about the, I mean, you have an educator background. So, I mean, you've had that experience being, being a, a person who's teaching Spanish and stuff. But if you think about the diversity in the schools that we're in and the, the parents that have their own kids Mm-hmm. that are approaching these diverse students, et cetera. What, what, what would your advice be for either the, the high school kid or the college kid that's meeting this person who's maybe a little different, if I could say that in, in, in a respectful way? Or, or what, yeah. what do you say to parents to teach their kids they have this interest? What, what advice would you share maybe with parents or educators? Yeah, and I've I've gotten this question from parents, you know, oh. as I was teaching high school and things, just how can I expose my student? How do I get them op- to be open to this? Um, and I think really, honestly, it starts with just being open-minded and being curious and willing to learn um, and being interested in the perspective of somebody else and being able to step back and say, okay, this is what your experience is and this is what you have grown up doing and, and what you're used to and um, being able to self-reflect and say, okay, mm. Why do I have, you know, why do I feel the way that I do about this? What's my particular experience? Why has that been different from yours? And, um, and yeah, just being curious about that, asking questions, understanding um, those differences in experience and perspective. Um, so I think, yeah, being open-minded sometimes is kind of underrated, but I think it's really important first step, you Love know, that it. we avoid mm. just kind of judging people and instead say, actually, this is cool. How can I learn from this? Oh, I love it, Adrian. That's beautiful how you're imploring people to really be open-minded and to be curious. You know, if we had more curious people, I think there'd be a lot of benefit, right? Yes. And, and as you think about kind of the, the, the years that you have implored these students to kind of be around um, diverse individuals and get to know them and the benefits that they'll receive by being ingrained in different cultures and having that curious attitude. Could you share maybe um, a story that comes to mind or something that really lights you up that that you reflect on of this is why I do what I do, you know? Yes. Oh, man. I I love working at NC State and GTI because we have so many student groups um, that come and interact with NC State students and that are from different countries, from Japan, from um, Colombia and South America, and, and from, you know, not only from France, but the scheme of students, so all over the world. Um, and so one of my, one of the groups we recently had was this past October was a group of students from Colombia. Um, they're um, identified by Fulbright as high achieving students. Um, they're doing their undergrad, finishing up their undergrad. Um, in Colombia and, and looking at graduate opportunities in the U.S. And so a lot of them had not had an opportunity to travel and, and get to know other cultures. Um, a lot of them were from rural parts of, of Colombia. And so um, we had them come to Raleigh and we introduced them to programs at NC State and took them over to UNC and, and Duke and um, just had them interact with on-campus partners, you know, some of the some of the faculty, some of the students. Um, and and let them experience what it was like to kind of live an American student lifestyle. Um, And they came back to me and they said, you know, this is just a whole different experience for us. They were were like, you don't understand, like you're you're literally changing our lives, changing our perspectives, um, allowing us to experience something that we never, we might never have experienced otherwise. And so um, 
we really appreciate that you've, you know, you've been able to connect us with American students who we can talk to about their perspective and their student experience and what their goals are. Because um, a lot of them were engineering students and, and just from different backgrounds, one was architecture. So we tried to connect them with the faculty and students from those programs. So that way they could, you know, they could say, okay, what's it like to study this in the US versus what, what it's like to study this in Colombia? Um, and so, uh, so yeah, just seeing them being able to, to interact and really um, grow and have those opportunities, you know, to, to know what they could do in the future and how they could contribute to society, to society you know, both in their home country and culture, as well as um, by coming to the U.S. was really exciting. And when we see things differently like that, that different perspective, we become better citizens at home don't we mm -hmm. if you think about that and one of the things my wife and i've always encouraged was our kids to travel and, and a big part of that was because when i say travel travel with their parents right so we wanted to give them those opportunities and now that they're older more mature adults they have an interest to to want to travel and go explore you know my eldest wants to go to new zealand and visit a friend and you know, yeah. my second born wants to go back to africa and, and take a friend you know exciting <laughs> yeah so all these things and if you think about those experiences and, and what you were sharing made me think about a conversation I had on a plane with a with with a surgeon, and he was saying that his goal in life was to give his he had two daughters. She he wanted them to be global citizens, and that kind of stuck with me. So if we think about parents that may be listening to this and the mm -hmm. kids want to maybe travel and go overseas and or they want to have those conversations like you said to spark their curiosity, what would you say? These are the th three things you should do, and these are the three things maybe you you shouldn't do. I mean, just to think to give you know that that guidance. What might that be from from your experience? Yeah. Okay. So that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, as far as the things that you should do is number one make sure you interact with the local community. So talk to people, you know, if you're going yeah. to a country, talk to the people who are there, ask them, ask them what's interesting to do and what you should check out and what the history of the location is. Um, you know, they're your best guys. And, and most people are really open. They get excited when people come to their country and are excited to actually learn about the local culture. Um, so that would be my number one piece of advice is just make nice. sure you're actually talking to people and, and trying to interact with them. Second one, um, and we teach all of our students this, is to do a little bit of, of cultural due diligence, and that is to mm -hmm. do some research on the country that you're traveling to and make sure you know some of the customs um, and, and the culture there. So that way, you know, um, so that way you can interact with people and that you're still trying to show that respect up front and it just helps mm. ease that transition a little bit. So what are the major mm. differences that I need to be aware of and how can I, another skill that we teach them is how can I style switch? You know, how can I adapt to that local culture, mm. change a little bit how I do things to show respect and to show interest in the culture that I'm, I'm interacting with. Um, and then I would say the third thing is just to, Try not to be afraid. I think so often we get caught up in making mistakes and worrying about, you know, what's going to go wrong. And if we're going to offend somebody that, that sometimes we, we stay inside our own little bubble or we just do yeah. our own thing. Um, and so just being open, I've found that if you're willing to be open with other people, they get so excited about it and they're excited mm -hmm. to interact with you and be open with you as well. Um, so those are the three things I would say to do. And that kind of the flip side of those, right, is just, you know, um, in part, really just make sure you're not just going to the tourist attractions. You're not just 
um, staying with your your own group. Um, and yeah, just um, avoid kind of um, being being on your own and make sure mm. that you're putting yourself out there instead. Awesome. I think that's that's golden in terms of how we align that. So again, so your experiences that you've had and the traveling you've done, if you just bring it back to the US, you know, I know that from my traveling, when people come and visit and, and being in the US, there's a lot of media that's quite negative about other parts of the world. But when we travel, we always get the percent that's so much, it's nowhere near what I thought it would be, right? In terms of how we show up and the experience that they're having. So we yeah. think about when we're connecting as, 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 I guess communities and we're meeting people and we're going out there and we want to maybe treat someone or take them out or engage. I know that both Faith and I are mentors for some of the schema students and we enjoy those interactions. But if someone wants to meet a friend and they're new to the country and they say, Hey man, let me treat you. Let's do something. Are there things that that, that you've heard from the students that, that they really appreciate that, that they're experiencing? If, if someone says, hey, I want to give someone a good experience, what are some of the things that you're, you're hearing? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that that's a really interesting point that you make that we're, we're kind of different depending on the country mm. that we go to. My husband always says that when we travel, I'm a different person than when I am when I'm in the U.S. because <laughs> I'm actually a little bit more reserved when I'm in the U.S. than I am when I'm traveling. And when oh, I travel, wow, okay. I'm willing to like be like, oh, yeah, we can do this. We can talk to that person. We can find directions. We'll figure it out. You said be open. Don't be afraid. So you're yes. showing that you're a practitioner of what you're teaching. Yes, yes exactly. That's and great. I enjoy it. It makes me feel, you know, I feel more alive. I feel more excited. So I think it's just getting out of your own, you know, your own routines and your own comfort zone and your own familiarity but um but yeah so when students come to the u.s so the schema students who again are from france they're from china they're from brazil so they're from different countries all around the world um i would say yeah the biggest piece of advice that or the biggest thing that they have said um is that they if they get involved if they you know break off from their friends a little bit and make sure that they go out and find an activity that they are interested in or a group of you know, an interest group, a sport, whatever that they're interested in, um, and go and interact with that particular activity and group of people that helps them integrate and, and be a part of the community and culture so much more. And so, um, so we have a lot of students, we really encourage them, we actually give them an assignment to it. it's called get involved <laughs> um, in the community or on campus, and they can choose any any activity that they want to do that's of interest to them. And I think that that's a big deal is, you know, make sure you're choosing something that you're already interested in, because that's going to give you talking points and allow you to, you know, um, kind of just open that conversation with, with people that you're not, you don't know as much, you know, and then it gives you something. If you know a topic really well, um, you can get excited about it on both sides. And, and you, I think it just opens that, that doorway a little bit more. Oh, that's awesome, Adrian. I, I love that because it's so important for every student, not just international students that are coming in, but every student in college to get involved with something that they're passionate about and to just form that community and meet mm -hmm. new people by just simply getting involved. But it's easier said than done. So what would you say to educators, you know, maybe professors that are around these students, maybe they see students not being engaged or, or getting involved, how can um, professors take part in encouraging students to get involved? What would you say on that end? Yeah, I think that's wonderful because I know the faculty are so busy, um, and, but they, I've, I, we've seen a lot that are really interested 
in in our students. You know, of course, they love students because they're working with them every single day. Um, and so um, I've had a lot of faculty tell me, you know, I actually I really pay attention and look out for international students and I try to engage them myself and ask, you know, simple things, just asking how they're doing and how their experience has been so far um, and asking if they're having any struggles or challenges, you know, are they having difficulty finding their way around or, or finding a little bit of community. Um, and, and we don't realize sometimes what a great resource we are for just our local knowledge and being able to say, hey, you might have never heard of this organization or this location near us that you can go and check out and you might be able to, that might be the connection that changes their entire time and their entire experience. Yeah, it kind of links to also their mindset, right, when they come. I remember when I was an exchange mm -hmm. student and we went through this filtering process and um, there were some folk, I guess, in that filtering that I guess they they got experience to filter out that go, they want to go, obviously, they just want to have a, they just want to have a great time. They don't care about their academics. They're not going to go there for any, to get straight A's or 4.0 averages in high school. They're going, man, it's to have a great fun time. And that, that may not be the best mindset either, right, when they right. go out there. So I think when you, when, you, when we reflect on how to, how to create that, but we also know that these individuals could also have some challenging times. Then some may have an emergency. Some may maybe heartbreak back home, maybe whatever that may be, or just lonely, homesick. I mean, in terms of that process. So if, if we think about some of those experiences that they're having, you know, we're all going to go through these up and down, high and low moments. We look at, and it's not just for the international students. If we think about students across the, young adults across yeah. the world, mental yeah. well-being, the stress, how that's manifesting. What are some of the things that you're seeing that those that can handle it well, what are they doing to cope? And if you could give advice, what are some of the advice you could share maybe with, and that's not, not just for the international students visiting, but I guess for all young adults across the universities or high schools. Yeah. Oh, this is so great because we share, one of the things we do with international students and local students or students that we, we sometimes take programs abroad that we're going abroad with um, is we share with them kind of that, that culture shock chart you you know we say you know it is 100 natural to have you know be elated and excited when you arrive to a place and then all yeah. of a sudden really be homesick and miss yeah. home and you're gonna have these up and downs all throughout the semester um and so as i've been checking in with our student groups and the scheme of students and things they definitely say you know yes i've experienced this i've had my ups and downs throughout the semester i have days where i'm tired of speaking a new language i have days where i'm tired of trying to integrate into a new culture i just want something familiar and so um so, you know, one piece of advice that I give them is, is it's okay to, to give into wanting something familiar some days, take a break and take that mental space and that time that you mm. need, do something that you love and that you're familiar with. And then that will give, you know, that will rejuvenate you and give you that space and that energy to go back out and say, okay, well, I've had, I've, I've had that moment where I've felt close to home. Um, and now I'm ready to go back out and continue experiencing this culture from a calmer, you know, happier perspective. Um, and so that's one piece of advice is, you know, I tell students, you know, you're here and you're in a different culture, but yes, you have some comforts from home. If you're feeling lonely, call home and talk to a family or friend. Um, if you're not able to do that, you know, you, there's always people on campus, come talk to us, um, go talk to another friend, you know, there's some, but find something familiar that will help you just feel connected again. Um, and that's the, and I think that's the biggest thing is try not to retreat, but yeah. instead try to make some sort of 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 connection because that's always going to make you feel better if you let somebody know how you're feeling as opposed to just being like ah I'm just going to hide in my room today you know um so so yeah I think those ups and downs are, are just very common and I think making sure you have 
yeah, somebody to reach out to um, is always super helpful. But in addition to that, I think, um, yeah, going back and forth between that familiar and the new, just saying today, I want something a little bit more familiar. I'm going to cook food at home. I'm going to get my friends, my friend, you know, my friends together that are from the same community and culture, and we're going to celebrate that. And then tomorrow I'm going to make a, I'm going to make an appointment or do a dinner um, with somebody from the culture that I'm in and, you know, kind of celebrate that instead. Um, so making those appointments on your calendar and kind of committing to, to doing that um, and being open as you're, as you're feeling yeah. better. Really that's the basics I, I just, what you're sharing is so important it's number one is have that break we need that break yeah the second thing is communicate you know, how am i feeling tell, tell the person whether it's someone on campus like you shared or a, or someone that you know in in, in the in the community where you're visiting exactly and certainly yeah. you want to have those dialogues and conversations so so, so, so this is something that seems to resonate with you really well. So, so what are the things that you are? And tell us about you. Where's your passion come from? I mean, what is it that that fuels you to 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 share this part of who you are? Where, where does it all come from? I think it's just wanting to connect and wanting to help people understand one another. I mm. just feel like we have, you know, we have a lot of tensions in the world as we continue to become a more global environment. Mm. I mean, that's always been something that. I've heard from the time I was young, hey, we're just going to continue to be more and more global. And that's proven true. You know, we keep connecting mm -hmm. across the world. And, and no matter what field you're working in, you're going to wind up working with professionals um, from other countries, other cultures, you know, even if with the, if that's within your own country, you know, people are so mobile nowadays. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that one of my strengths, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the Clifton strengths is harmony. And so I've always wanted harmony. And so I think that's where my passion for this comes from. It's just oh, okay. at the end of the day, wanting to help people understand one another and overcome some of this, these easy miscommunications, and cultural gaps that we have um, in order to be like, hey, no, actually I can understand you. And if we put our perspectives together and our experience together, we can actually come up with something even better than either one of us could do on their own. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Adrian. And I'm curious to to hear, you know, our famous question on the podcast is what was your breakthrough moment? Can you take us back to a time when you really had a breakthrough, either personally or professionally? Yes. So um one of my breakthrough moments, I would say I I was teaching, but I was looking for other ways to engage students um, and to, to connect them across cultures. And so I started leading um, programs of middle school students to on, on academic programs to Costa Rica. Um, and so, and just seeing that we, they interacted, they did volunteer work, they were learning, I was teaching them the language while they were there. Um, just seeing them kind of be experience that in person, you know, those in-person interactions, actually getting to experience being in a new country and culture, being able to put their language skills to use. A lot of them had started studying language and they were like, oh, I can actually use it here. It does have a real world and real life use. And, you know, um, so seeing that was really like my breakthrough moment of awesome. I don't just want to like teach the language and culture. I really want to be a part of pulling people together and allowing them to have these natural interactions and allowing that growth, be just that natural growth through these conversations and these, these real world experiences. Mm. Adrian, thank you so much for that pulling people together. I can really yeah. 
your desire and heart for harmony and just the the value that you give to each person and our differences and the uniqueness. And I think that's so special. And you you sharing your perspective on the podcast today, um, I know will resonate with a lot of people and the encouragement that that listeners are going to have and take away from this. So thank you for for coming and being our guest. And for those listening that want to connect with you, Adrian, and learn more about you and um, just follow your experiences, where can they connect with you on social media? Yeah, that's great. So I do have, I'm under Adrian Chink on LinkedIn. So they get welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. I am also under... I'm on Instagram. I think um, I'm forgetting my handle at the moment. I don't know why, but I think it's Ashang28. So they can find me on Instagram as well. Um, and I'm always happy to connect um, and, and chat about this. I am I'm really passionate about just helping people connect and, and overcome some of those those differences. So um, please reach out. I'm happy to to chat with anybody who would like to. Awesome. We'll, we'll put your links down below so people can have easy access to you. And for those that want to follow us on Instagram as well, it's Dale Carnegie East NC and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified whenever we have more guests that share their breakthroughs. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Neville as my co-host. And once again, Adrian for being an awesome guest. And yes, Adrian. Yeah, thank you thank both. It's so great yeah. to be here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks.